An elderly woman was pulled back onto the curb as it whizzed by, narrowly saved from furtin' demise. Hey, just a quick shout out to the wonderful person who designed our logo. Our, my friend Allie, who also happens to hand bind journals. Love writing, drawing, or just have a small obsession with pretty notebooks you'll never use? Check out Bound for the Stars. Each journal is hand folded, bound, and covered, making everyone a unique piece. Follow them on Facebook or Instagram at Bound for the Stars with the number four to see shopping updates. All listens are available at Bound for the Stars, the word four, on Etsy. I really like what she did with the logo, with the splash. Genius. Yeah, it's fantastic. And you all better love it too, or else. For this episode, our prompt involves kidnapping and Chinese food. And to commemorate the occasion, we have two fortune cookies that we're going to open on air. As much as this is on air. They're crunchy. What's your fortune? This says, the bottom of the ladder is crowded. (laughs) (laughs) Mine says, all the troubles you have will pass away very quickly, which actually fits my story really well. I'm really happy about that. I only read half because I started to laugh. Oh. (laughs) The bottom of the ladder is crowded. There's plenty of room at the top. Seems like the opposite of how ladders work. Yeah, like if you're at the bottom of the ladder, you can't get to the top and it's crowded. Like anyway, yeah. climb that corporate ladder. Yeah. Chinese people. Yeah. Um right, who's reading first? I read first last time, so if you want to read first, you're okay. welcome to. If this was a competition, you would already win due to the title. <laughs> um Deuce ex Machina. <laughs> Prompt Chinese food and kidnapping. Reading this for the first time. Deuce ex Machina. The van sped through the streets of San Francisco, weaving in and out of traffic. An elderly woman was pulled back onto the curb as it whizzed by, narrowly saved from furtin dem- <laughs> 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 <Furtin> demise. <laughs> Police sirens wailed in the distance, closing in. Inside the van, the passengers yelled, all but for the driver and a young woman whose mouth was taped shut with duct tape. She cried and was yelled at by a woman who held a gun to her. The woman was yelled at by a bald man who screamed, Fuck! Don't kill her! We don't want her dead! What do you think I'm doing? It's a threat to idiot! The woman screamed back. She wiped her brow to stop the sweat from dripping into her eyes. And you stop crying! We need to concentrate! The only one of them still wearing a mask was giving directions to the driver. Turn left. Now turn right. Keep going, keep going. The driver was a mute. Otherwise he'd be yelling too. Sam, now is no time to... The bald man started. Did you seriously just use my name, Devin? Sam snapped. She spent an hour coming up with code names. We spent an hour coming up with code names, and you just put out my name? Devin cursed. Well, fuck, I don't know. 
When do I ever call you Green Mistress? Who thought up that shit? Sam pointed to the driver. Silent driver up there. Well, it's, it's a moment of stress. I, I can't be expected to remember everybody's... Green Mistress, Baldy, shut up, the navigator screamed. Now there, next to the sign, pull in. The garage door opened. They pulled in. The door closed. The group listened intently as the police sirens became louder and louder. Nobody said anything. The girl with a tape over her mouth kept silently crying. The barrel of the gun aimed at her chest. Finally, the sirens dimmed and dimmed, traveling further and further away. Devin sighed. Holy shit, we did it. Silent Driver turned around and sighed something. Signed something. Devin and Sam shook their heads. The navigator was about to translate when he clarified with a middle finger. Real professional. Where did you get this guy? Devin asked. The navigator ignored him. Sam grabbed the girl's arm. She jolted and whined through the tape. Mm. Listen, girly, there's no going to... There's not going to be any of that. We want the same thing. For you to be taken safely back to your parents. You do as we say and nobody gets hurt. You got that? She repeated herself when the girl made no indication of getting that. You got that? Sam dragged the girl from the van. The girl's name was Jessica. She had been dragged forcibly from her father's limo and pulled into the van not 20 minutes before. She was still trying to get her bearings, but she could tell they were in some sort of large warehouse. She didn't know where. Sam dragged Jessica to a small office and pushed her inside. She closed and locked the door. Sam looked around the office. It was dark and damp and dirty. The smell of mildew and metal filled the cramped air. She pulled the tape off her mouth and said, Ugh! Ow. She instinctively reached for her phone. They hadn't taken it. In a second, she saw why. The screen was cracked and wouldn't turn on. She cried again and slumped down in the dark. Outside, the kidnappers argued. Devin punched a wall. We really did it. We really did it, guys. There's no going back from this. We'll be fine, the navigator assured. He was wiping the van clean and switching the plates. No, man. There's cameras. They saw our faces. Who took off the ma- We took off the masks too soon. Devin felt his beard. I should shave. Will you two calm down? We have her. We get to make demands. Sam cleaned her gun at the table. She had fired only warning shots, but it was methodical and gave her something to do. That's what they were all doing now, now that the shock of adrenaline had worn down. All except for Silent Driver, who lay silently napping. Or attempting to. Every so often he would roll over, morbidly wishing he was deaf instead. And those demands... When were... Oh. And those demands... When are we going to make them? The navigator stood up. He took a, the burner phone out of his pocket and placed, placed it on the table in front of Sam. He kept his mask on, look, looking deep, deeply at her through the eye holes. I think now is a good time. Sam picked up the phone. She dialed the number. Hello? I'd like to talk to the senator. We have his daughter. Jessica kept pressing the button to turn on her phone. Nothing happened. Nothing that she could see, anyways. Occasionally, it would vibrate in some new text with some new text, but all was on the screen. All that was on the screen were cracks and the black display. She was done crying, and she wanted a way out. She could barely hear her kidnappers through the door, but it sounded like they were still arguing. 
Suddenly there was a ringing. She looked down at her phone. It was dialing. The screen must still be responsive. She was calling somebody. She held the phone close to her ear. Hello? A voice answered. Hello, yes, this is emergency, Jessica urged. She looked around the room for anything that would identify her location. Look, we get a lot of... But we get a lot, but don't over-exaggerate. I mean, the food is good, but... Jessica cut him off. No, I mean a real emergency. Is this a prank? No. Because we get a lot of pranks and I really don't appreciate it. I'm going to hang up now, okay? Bye. No, wait, please. Who am I calling? Deuce X Machina. We get you your food no matter how desperate the situation. Come on, is this where you ask me if the refrigerator is running? No, listen, I need help. I not falling for it. Bye-bye now. Wait, Jessica sighed. I'd like to order delivery. Sam hung up the phone. She smiled. We are in. (laughs) 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 They're getting the money together. (laughs) Everybody cheer. Devin hugged her. She pushed him away. Somebody should probably go trek on the prisoner, the navigator said. He was wiping down. What the fuck? Is this the wrong page? Did I I end it? No, no, it it just, uh, it cuts to that. Okay. He's wiping down the truck. I'll do it. Sam went to the door. She heard the girl talking. She opened it and saw her putting away her phone. What are you doing? Who are you calling? Nobody, Jessica urged. Sam grabbed her and dragged her out of the room. She took the phone away, looked at it, and saw that it was broken. What's going on? Devin chimed. Sam glared at him. She might have been calling and making a call. <laughs> she tossed him to the phone. She oh, fuck me. <laughs> she tossed him the phone. Looks broken to me. And just to make sure, he slammed it on the concrete floor. Just then, there was a knock at the garage door. There's a garage in mine, too. Sorry. Everybody was silent. (laughs) There was another knock. Go Go away, the navigator yelled. There was another knock. He growled and went to the door. He threw it open. There was a delivery boy holding a bag of food. Hey, you Jessica? The delivery boy asked the navigator whose mass face could have been anybody despite his masculine body. No, fuck off, the navigator sneered. He went to pull down the garage door. The delivery boy put up his free hand and blocked it. I'm supposed to deliver this to Jessica. She got some general sows and some pork fried rice. It's very good, very hot, and she needs it. The navigator pulled out his gun. Fuck off. He narrowed his eyes. The delivery boy <laughs> narrowed his eyes. I'm delivering to Jessica. The delivery boy sent the navigator flying with a punch. He slammed into the van, denting it. Running faster than humanly possible, he slammed into Sam as she raised her pistol, knocking it out of her hands, caught it, and sent it flying into Devin's head. Silent Driver stood up, nodded at him, and raised his fists. The two collided, Silent Driver sending blows that were always blocked by the delivery driver's single arm. The other arm carefully cradled a bag of Chinese food. Sam found herself 
onto her feet as Silent Driver was struck in the head. She pulled out a knife and slashed at the delivery boy. The delivery boy produced a pair of chopsticks from the bag and broke them in half. He looked to Jessica. Don't worry. We'll always put in an extra pair. With the chopsticks, he caught the knife mid-swing and sent it flying into the wall. Then smacked Sam in the side of the head. She went down and this time didn't get back up. By now, the navigator was in the car and he slammed his foot on the accelerator. The van whizzed towards the delivery boy, but he sidestepped at the last second and slammed into a pillar. The airbag enveloped the navigator. Devin stood up, rubbing his head. You want some, Baldy? The delivery boy taunted. Devin shook his head and lay back down. The delivery boy turned to Jessica. Thank you so much. What? <laughs> okay, sorry. Thank you so much, she said. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, she said. <laughs> I fucking lost my spot. Police sirens sounded in the distance. She was safe. Here's your food, ma'am. He handed her the bag. She smiled. I can't thank you enough. She stared at him. He stared back. She wondered what he was waiting for. Well, the police will be here soon. You probably have other deliveries. His face fell. Wow, no tip? He walked away shaking his head. What a bitch! Sorry that I shat all over that. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was good. It was very enjoyable to read. Oh, that good. was great. I'm glad you liked it. Uh, I think I could have made voices more distinct in uh, what was what. Yeah. No, that was my fault. I, I was like, I got a little sleepy during it. Not, not, not like, <laughs> no, that makes it sound like I was bored. I just meant like, I was like having trouble focusing to check who was talking. <laughs> that was my problem. Yeah. I thought of the uh, Deus Ex Machina, like, midway through because it's like i don't know how to end this oh that's right i can use a shitty trope this is great mine is not nearly as good but a couple things parallel in ways i think will make you laugh so i'm excited for you to read it i'm really excited to read it and uh it looks like there's some sound effects and i'm gonna just like physically make those sound effects okay uh while saying the sound effects okay knock 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's okay. I don't think there's anyone on the door. Uh, knock, knock, knock. It was the perfect night for camping. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock, knock. It was the perfect night for camping. But of course, I wouldn't get a night like tonight off. No, sir. Not in a million years. Knock, knock, knock. At least it's a slow night for deliveries. Whenever there aren't many orders calling in at the Orange Dragon, I get to stay around and talk to Shelly, the cute waitress we hired recently. Tonight, I had only delivered a... <sighs> Tonight, I would only delivered a couple of small orders to people that probably could have walked to us in less than ten minutes. But then, of course, this guy has to go and order enough to feed a circus. A circus with a lot of elephants. You could probably fit a circus in a house as big as this, come to think of it. What is taking this guy so long? Is he in the toilet or what? Knock, knock. Suddenly I hear someone yell inside, and then footsteps rapidly approaching the door. It opens abruptly and forcefully, but only as far as the little chain lock allowed it to crack open. A very angry, but still small man stared at me through the crack. What the fuck do you want, boy? He sneered. I'm getting used to 
Uh, I'm used to getting dicked over by bad tippers and occasionally whiners that think there's a discount for whining a lot, but this was just plain nasty. I have the 12 meal order for Jeb Johansson. Is Jeb available to pay for this? I asked. I was pretty tired of holding 12 bags of Chinese food and holding my knuckles raw on the, and knocking my knuckles raw on this guy's mansion door, but I have a pretty good temper. I've learned a lot of patience, patience from this job. You go fuck yourself, kid. Nobody ordered Chinese food. He was very, he was, he has a very well-rounded vocabulary. His eyes narrowed as he looked me up and down. The man was bald and had a very clean-shaven look about him, but his cruel expression and tone spoiled his otherwise attractive features. I would if I could, sir. What? If you could what? Fuck myself, sir. If I could fuck myself. The door slams and bolts. I guess he wanted to give me the... Give me privacy, but I hadn't gotten the chance to explain to him that I had far too many bags in my hands to be self-fornicating, and on top of that, there was some hot sauce leaking onto one of my wrists. Well, good night, I called cheerfully as I turned to dump the Chinese into their trash cans. There would be no use for it now, and I wouldn't want to wait, or I wouldn't want it to go to anything more than waste by leaving it here. The raccoons will find Jesus tonight. As I dumped the last wonton into their trash along the edge of the property, a low humming sound catches my attention. It's coming from the garage beside the mansion. The garage is big enough to be a decent house to live in, maybe for the smaller elephants. Red light ebbed inside, but the windows appeared to be curtained, which kept most of the light from casting out. A strange feeling overcomes me. <laughs> a feeling that I need to see what this light is about. I creep up to the far side of the garage and get up close to the corner of one of the glowing windows. I can now see that newspapers have been used to block what's inside. But they must have run out of Ranger Rick magazines because plenty of spaces on the edges are open for me to see in through the atro- to the atrocity inside. Jesus Christ. Oh, that was uh, the delivery guy whispering. Jesus Christ. I whisper in some irony, as what lies within this garage is exactly the opposite. I see men in red robes wearing snakehead masks, rhythmically nodding and shrugging their bodies to the disturbing humming that sounds guttural and satanic. There are pictures of serpents hung in the walls and drawn on the floor. In the center of the circle of serpents on the floor are three children bound together. I cannot hear them over the increasingly loud humming, but I can tell they are crying. I dash to my car as quietly as I can, which leads to me awkwardly tiptoeing like crunk across the driveway and then across the street to my car. You never want to park too close when doing deliveries. I don't think I need to explain why at this point. I pop my car's trunk. Trunk. I grab a sweaty orange dragon mascot costume out and a couple of bags of hot sauce. Knock, 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 knock. Knocking on hell's door. The side door to the garage opens. Enter the orange dragon. It's me. Praise me, the serpent comes! They cry out in slithering ecstasy. Order up, motherfuckers. That's it. That's how the shit ends. Then end. <laughs> I said then end. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, uh, really liked that. I liked how, in both of our scenarios, the delivery guy <laughs> is saving children. <laughs> that's that's kind of... What I meant when I said earlier, off mic, I almost said camera, off camera. God damn it. <laughs> That's what I meant when I said that we might come up with the same idea when we said the prompt would be um, Chinese food and um, abduction. Because it just instantly brings the idea of like, what if a Chinese 
delivery guy falls upon an abduction like that. Yeah, like... And I, I was going to have the kids having made the order, if but I ran out of time. It was going to be like, oh, the reason they ordered so much ridiculous stuff is they were just being like... Someone was being incognito about what they were doing and being like, oh, yeah, I need some more. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. No, I really like that. I like that it lined up like that. Um, I really like the mascot costume thing. Uh, I was actually going to call my Chinese place Golden Dragon. <laughs> and then I got to the point where I'm like, oh, no, wait, I should call it something um, like Rapid Dragon because he arrives really fast because I can't pace this story well. And I'm like, no, wait, I have a really witty name. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. That, that's super good. It, the two six, my yeah. But I feel like yeah, um, the delivery guy was never going to be the kidnapper. Um, someone bringing you Chinese food, they're not a good, they're not a bad person. Always good. Yeah, I was going to try to if I had infinite time to make mine the way it was in my head was that the guy would keep showing up. Um, he he would realize that there was kids inside either by like glancing and seeing a kid duct taped or something. And he would just, like, keep doing these, like, different attempts to get inside. And, like, one of them, the first one I thought of was, like, oh, he'll come up in the mascot suit. And they'll just be like, what the fuck? This guy just keeps coming, like, pretending to be different. <laughs> I, I like that. I, I like the idea that um, we could revise these stories and make them wackier. Yeah. I, I probably won't. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I would, like, eventually to, like, pick a story and then... Just do it as a audio story, good sound effects, get the timing right and everything, and do that. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll pick the perfect weekend for camping. <laughs> the perfect weekend for camping. So um, our next story is it going to be a weekly, a week long story to write? I think we could do another week long, or just oh. however long it takes us. I think I can do one. I think I can do one in a week. All right. Yeah. Do you want to tantalize our listener or listeners with a prompt. Uh, prompt that we will be doing next week? I don't know. What's the prompt, listeners? Yeah, what's the prompt, guy? Guy. <laughs>